Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. about to listen to the Dr. Dahlia Show. Sassy, stimulating medical talk radio. Any medical advice Dr. Dahlia Wax gives on her show should not be substituted for an actual visit to your medical provider. And now, here's Dr. Dahlia. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a Everybody, we are back on the Dr. Dolly Show. Thank you all for tuning in. 1-877-DOC-DOLLY, 1-877-D-O-C-D-A-L-I. We got a lot to talk about, and I know there's many questions about that IVF case out of Alabama we're going to talk about, but I just have to bring up uh, a quick um, uh, issue that that I think um, I want to tell you my story really quickly here. I know people are like, oh, gosh, it's going to be a long story. You've actually heard this story before. Today is my son's birthday, Stony Tushy, my little fishy tushy cupcake turns 24 today. And I've spoken a lot about the birth of that boy. And we're not going to talk about the tearing. We're not going to talk about the blood-curdling screams of labor. But there's some teaching points with that. So as a physician, when you're a physician or a resident, I think I was a resident at the time, you know, you have to be very, very humble and understand the limitations of your learning. But never not be an advocate for yourself. Always Always be on top of things. Even if you don't have medical background, you are one of your best advocates. And we almost lost my son during the birth. And if I would have played it safe, like I sometimes do, uh, he could have died. And so I want to just quickly tell you what happened with him because it's his birthday and I know it should be all about, yay, my baby Tushy, but it always reminds me how we almost lost him. So February 22nd was his due date. And I had very low fluid called oligohydramnios. And so he was struggling a little bit, but I wasn't, I, well, actually we were, he was, we were struggling a little bit before. And so we tried to induce labor. And so I started started labor the 21st to 22nd and we tried to get the fluid up we put me on bed rest because when you're working 36 hour shifts when you're working as a resident you don't really get off your feet and even though i was supposed to be on bed rest i just you know it was difficult so my baby has low fluid we get his fluid up february 24th is my husband's birthday and i'm still in the hospital in labor Baby's not coming out. Slow labor, but you know, it was, I was slowly effacing and the cervix was thinning, whatever. So they let me go home and they let me go home and say, look, go celebrate your husband's birthday. I was the only one leaving the maternity ward still pregnant. Everybody else is in the elevator with their babies and I'm still pregnant, contracting. So we go home. I get to see the dog. I get to celebrate my husband's birthday. Come back finally when the contractions are every 10 to 7, 7 to 10 minutes. And then uh, finally on the 24th, we're I get to slowly start to see that I'm going into labor or to the degree that I could finally get my epidural. So after five days of labor, I finally get my epidural. Now, the room they put me in was at the time, I know the room number, but I don't want to call it out, 
was the only room that didn't have a monitor in there. And having delivered babies in training, and that was the hospital I trained at, I was like, look, you know, I want to see the monitor. I want to watch the baby's contractions. And the nurses said, doctor, no, you are not the doctor today. You're the patient. Let us handle it. So I finally get my epidural. I'm exhausted after five days of labor. And you can't move when you get your epidural too much. Uh, You're kind of can't move at all from down below, which is really hard when they tell you to push. And so I asked, thank God, this is why I believe in God. I asked for them to let me listen to the heart tones, to put up the volume of the baby monitor because I couldn't watch the screen. Never thought how much I needed that screen. And they were like, you don't have, I go, please, it'll soothe me. Let me listen to the baby's heartbeat. So I finally fall asleep after five days. And again, there's a God there. Thank God there's a God. I wake up to hearing the heart tones in the 40s. Now, a baby's heartbeat should be 140 beats anywhere between 120 to 160. Meanwhile, I'm only hearing heart tones in the 40s. So I'm trying to find the nurse's button, my button, can't find it. I'm trying, and you can't turn around. I can't walk because I had the epidural. So finally I find the button and I go, please look at the monitor. Somebody look at the monitor for me. I can't see this. Now, my guess is all the nurses were busy with some emergency cases or something. And finally somebody goes, Dr. Wax, what? I'm like, please, for the love of God, look at the monitor. Something's wrong with the baby. And apparently I was in a 13-minute contraction. And if I hadn't woken up to it, and if a nurse hadn't seen it or responded, he could have died. So they rush in. They try to put fluid. They do an... um uh, um, not an amniocentesis. They do the amnio infusion to get fluid in there to try to loosen up the uh, uh, the stress on the baby. They were getting ready to do forceps, getting ready then to do a vacuum. Uh, they were getting the C-section room prepped. And luckily, contraction stopped. I was able to get him out. And my doctor, Joey Adeshek, was fantastic, was able to deliver him healthy. And, uh, you know, when I think back to it, I always cry because I, oh, gosh, it was so close. But, you know, I believe in God. And so I think God intervened. Uh, I know God intervened multiple times on that. But I always was very, um, maybe because I was bullied in school, I would be very, very quick to step down, go back to my place if somebody of any superior authority, like the OB nurses, would say, look, back off. We're in charge. We're in charge. And as a patient, you're in a tough spot because you're supposed to completely surrender to the medical professionals. You have to surrender to us doctors, to us nurses. And my case with my son was an example of sometimes don't surrender, you know, still have, you know, a foot in the boat or, you know, still have your hand on your, you know, still have, I don't want to come up with the worst metaphor for this, but still be in the game. And, and I am so, so lucky that I was able to, you know, still be a part of that care, even though I know the medical staff wanted us to butt the hell out and let them do their thing. And so it's I I understand as a patient, I've always understood as a patient because I've been a patient. I had a tumor on my ovary. I had a breast cancer scare. I've been a patient. I've had multiple surgeries. I've been a patient so many times that I'm so humbled by the fear and and, you know, the the apprehension you all have. But you have to be you have to advocate for yourself. Ask the question because you'll always regret not. And you'll always regret not being there. 
one eight seven seven Doc Dolly. Don't go away. can sneak up on us and come in many forms, whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, video games, porn, or something less obvious such as food, internet, or shopping. Addiction can seem innocent at first and then evolve into an insurmountable evil. In our book, Addiction Basics, Caitlin Kalikas and I dive into the common addictions and provide tips for identifying and preventing these before they sneak in and take over our lives. Addiction Basics can be found on Amazon or on my website, drdalia.com. Check it out. Dr. Dahlia here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or drdahlia.com today. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay heating pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay heating pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban, 
or rural. You must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this... Make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Dr. Dolly, the show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 doc Dolly, 1-877-D-O-C-D-A-L-I. Big thanks to Genesis Communications Network for making the show happen. Big thanks to Daniel, our producer, and big thanks to you all for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dr. Dahlia and on Facebook, the Dr. Dahlia Show. All right. So there's a lot of questions going on, a lot of questions about what happened with the Supreme Court of Alabama and in vitro fertilization and frozen embryos. And this is something that you got to be really careful with the media on on how they're, you know, taking the topic and then moving on to other topics. But this is very very complex and it opens up a whole slew of questions. So I want to kind of explain what happened with the court case and then uh, we need to have a discussion on where we go from here. So the Supreme Court of Alabama uh, had to make a ruling on this case. James LePage and Emily LePage had um, taken a part in in vitro fertilization. They're very pro in vitro fertilization. They had embryo A and embryo B. William Tripp Fonde and Caroline Fonde also were parents and had embryos, embryo C and embryo D. They sued the Center for Reproductive Medicine, the Mobile Infirmary Association, and the Mobile Infirmary Medical Center because of the following. So I guess it was one night. There was, um, and let me find exactly how I, hold on a second, that there, uh, there was an issue in terms of the security of the cryogenic nursery. There was, I guess, in December 2020, a patient at the hospital wandered into the center's fertility clinic through an unsecured doorway. 
The patient then entered the cryogenic nursery and removed several embryos. Now, the embryos are stored in sub-zero temperature. So when this patient at the hospital who wandered and somehow got in to the nursery, got into the freezer, grabbed the embryos, it was so cold that it burned their hand and they dropped the embryos on the floor, thereby destroying the embryos and killing them. So the plaintiffs brought lawsuits against the center and the and the the clinic under the Alabama's wrongful death of a minor act and so they were suing for the negligence they wanted damages for mental anguish and emotional distress now you know uh, there's been debate on whether a frozen embryo is a life versus a frozen embryo is a Place of property. So the justices ruled that an 1872 state law allowing parents to sue over the death of a minor child applies to all unborn children, regardless of their location. Justice Jay Mitchell said unborn children are children without exception based on developmental stage, physical location, or other ancillary characteristics. So the Republican court ruled that they have a wrongful death suit. So where does this go from here? What does what does this mean? Well, we have heard of multiple cases. Parent, like, you know, let's say you have somebody with cancer. And so you want, and they feel that their condition is terminal. And they want to have children. So they'll donate their sperm or they'll donate their eggs so that that could be used by their spouse posthumously if they die, to create a child. And so being in medicine, we are very, very aware of how valuable these embryos can be. And so losing an embryo and, uh, and, and not being able to replace it, not being able to make one, not to mention the expense that it goes through, yes, I get why the parents are pretty ticked off. I, I understand that. That I don't understand how somebody could wander in and not to mention could manipulate the embryo. So it has to be under lock and key. There has to be better security. But is was the case appropriate in terms of unborn child or was it under property? Well, we don't. So this is where it gets tricky. Humans aren't property. I hope that never, ever comes back into state law with humans being property. Humans are humans. So I'm not a judge. I'm not a lawyer. But you have the the you know the 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 miracle of an embryo that was in a freezer for future fertility or for active fertility and now it's destroyed because of negligence. How should the court case go? Well the court case went this way and now there's concerns that the in vitro fertilization centers can now always be liable. And if the frozen embryo is considered a life, are they going to be up? It Could any in vitro fertilization clinic be up on murder charges? Manslaughter. And so we don't, we're obviously unprepared for any of this.
Yep, nobody should have messed with those embryos, and that family should not have lost their embryos. Those were potential lives, if not life at embryo, and and uh, they may never have another chance at, at fertility or having a child. So, yes, damages are warranted. On the flip side, though, if we get this wrong in terms of legal verbiage, IVF clinics may be like, we're out. I mean, we could be going to jail anytime something happens to an embryo. And in fact, if you do, let's say, have a pregnancy where multiple embryos take and a doctor needs to decide or a medical professional needs to decide to save the life of the other embryos or the growing children to have you know, collateral damage, are they going to be in trouble for murder? And so it's very, very tricky. And it's, it blows my mind that here we are in 2024, and we don't know where to go with this. You know, already in legal uh, precedence, you know, our, our eggs, our sperm, our embryos are viable. They're alive. So there's no question that an embryo isn't a living entity. That's... I. Biology, you can—it's—it's it's growing. It's a living entity, but there's a art to fertility, and you know, fertility specialists have to always weigh the ethics versus the um, uh, medical assistance, and not only the miracle of helping an infertile couple become pregnant, and the success of these embryos are live children. And so it's very, very tricky. So, you know, when when you hear politicians and people say we are pro-IVF, yeah, that's kind of not what the case is. I think all of us I, I you know, are for IVF. And IVF works by understanding that the embryo was alive. But the case was about somebody damaged couples who obviously are very pro-IVF. They damaged their embryos, killed them, essentially. Um, even if it was an accident because they dropped it, but why did they go into those? And uh, the freezer to begin with. And now they can't have those children. Where do we go from here? So it's... You know, obviously, this is something that's going to be argued about in the courts, and I don't know if the courts will ever get it right, or if they're going to get it wrong, or if they're, you know, it, it they, you know, to me, you know, all my, my little eggs, I was what I had millions of eggs as a fetus, as a girl. Obviously, only two of them made it to kids. You know, they're not dispensable, but we do. We ovulate, and these eggs go. But when you have a fertilized egg, that and a fertilized embryo. You know, does life start there? Obviously, in medicine, we have to assume it's alive because we do everything to help nurture it. So there is that baseline understanding that it is a living entity. Is it, though, a living entity in legal in legal circles? And judges and lawyers have to be very careful if they say, well, it's not alive, it's property, because now you're possibly bringing back humans and property which we never, ever want to do again. 
So we have to figure out where we go from here because these fertility clinics do not want to be every time an embryo gets damaged or every time an embryo is unviable. They can't be now sued or or criminally uh, tried for manslaughter or murder. So it's tricky. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly, don't go away. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. USA News, I'm Tim Berg. U.S.-led forces are launching another round of airstrikes against Houthi rebels in Yemen. The U.S. Central Command saying eight countries were involved in the weekend strikes on more than a dozen targets, including underground weapons storage facilities. President Biden recently hosted some of the country's governors at the White House for their annual winter meeting. The president calling for less bitterness in politics and more bipartisanship. They also discussed the nation's pressing issues, including the southern border. Oklahoma Republican Governor Kevin Stitt joined Fox News and says the president has the tools that he needs to secure the southern border. There's certainly a bipartisan effort right now. All the governors I talk to all know it's a problem, and we need solutions, and we know what those solutions are. It's really to remain in Mexico and secure the southern border. Monday night's Powerball jackpot is set for $391 million. This is USA News. Every day we take steps to keep the people we love safe, but some health risks are easy to miss. Ticks hiding in the yard can spread germs that can cause Lyme disease and Rocky Mountain spotted fever. Mice searching for sources of food can spread bacteria and disease. Mosquitoes breed in standing water and can transmit illnesses like West Nile virus and Zika virus. Cockroaches are drawn to water in the home and can leave behind allergens that trigger asthma attacks. Stinging insects attack in defense of their nests and send more than half a million people to the emergency room every year. Household pests are a threat to our health. Learn what you can do to protect your family at pestworld.org. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming. 
and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. We are back on the Dr. Dolly Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 dolly So Saturday night was the South Carolina GOP primary. As expected, Donald Trump wins. He, um, I think, 99% reporting, but they called his win early on. He thus far has 451,900 votes to Nikki Haley's 298,000. He gained 47 delegates. Nikki Haley gained three. Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis was still in it. He got 0.4% of the votes, or nearly 3,000. Vivek Ramaswamy got 726 votes. You guys might understand, you know, that a little bit more. Is it that they had put, you know, they had before they left the race, put themselves into the primary and signed up for it, uh, how the delegates are divided. But there were 50 South Carolina delegates up for grab, Donald Trump having um, uh, 47. Um, it was Super Tuesday, or I believe just a little bit after Super Tuesday, would probably clinch it in terms of uh, the delegates for Trump. Now, as the border chaos ensues. Trump is going to be visiting the border. It ends up being the same day that Joe Biden, yep, Joe Biden is going to visit the border. Now, Joe Biden was just in California, and I think he was campaigning. It was in multiple cities, but didn't go near the border. And I guess the president will travel to Brownsville, Texas, to meet with U.S. Border Patrol agents, law enforcement, local leaders. It's about time. President Trump is going to go to Eagle Pass, which has been a huge, huge uh, area of concern for the illegal crossings and overwhelmed Border Patrol agents. And um, there was a 22-year-old nursing student from Georgia who was uh, killed. Uh, I believe she was jogging, and the suspect was an illegal migrant. And this is drawing huge, huge criticism of current border patrol border policies, uh, the lack of attention to the border. And I know the Democrats are saying, well, it's the Republicans. They won't do funding. Listen, you know, I, I understand that there's back and forth. I get it. But I was a really big fan of the wall. Now, I'm not being nonpartisan, just honestly. When I saw Border Patrol agents, a custom, customs agents and the Department of Homeland Security down there overwhelmed, it made sense. And when Biden came in trying to appeal to his base, saying we are going to reverse the wall, well, I, 
then I, you know, I think it was Governor Ducey tried to use, before he left Arizona, he tried to use shipping crates. I mean, people were just trying to come up with borders, their own makeshift borders. Look at how Governor Abbott, you know, they've now been, you know, they have to now use razor wire. It's, It's frightening, absolutely frightening. And, you know, we could be handling this so much better. So Biden, not being very awake, now, or astute when it comes to the border is finally going. He is going to reiterate his calls for congressional Republicans to provide funding. He wants the funding for U.S. more U.S. Border Patrol agents, more asylum officers, fentanyl detection technology, and more. Well, we all want that. But if these bills are filled with pork or filled with other things, I mean, this could be a single bill. I don't understand why these bills have to have so many other things in it. You know, I get we need to support Israel, hands down. I understand we're supporting Ukraine fighting Putin. But this border bill could be completely separate. It could have been passed in 2021. And it's not. And they're they're dragging their heels. So this is his second trip. He did go to El Paso in 2023, last year. But, you know, now that you have, you know, it's our job, you know, as Americans, you know, is to, you know, be a country that's open, you know, to those who want to come in a very methodical manner. But we also have to have, you know, we also have to have consistency. We have to have logic. We have to have safety. And you need to, you know, you need to put security first. And so I um, I believe it was a Venezuelan illegal immigrant. Uh, they have been arrested for killing the Georgia nursing student. Apparently he crossed the border in Texas September 8th last year, was sent to a processing facility, but then was quickly released and sent to New York City. He got busted and was set free again. This is according to his wife and the New York Post. Jose Antonio Ibarra and wife Leiling Franco of Venezuela entered El Paso together with their five-year-old son. The family then went to New York September 15th, and um, he was working, I guess, for DoorDash, Uber Eats. He was arrested for endangering the wife, the welfare of his child after he was caught in Queens riding a gas-powered moped with the son on the back. There was no head protection for the kid. The case was later sealed. The couple eventually split up. Jose then went to Georgia, lived with his brother Diego, and then he worked at the University of Georgia. Well, tragically, the body of Lakin Riley, an Augusta University student who once attended there, was found Thursday in a forested part of the campus after she had gone for a run. Ibarra was arrested and charged Friday with malice and felony murder, aggravated battery, kidnapping, concealing the death of another, and other charges in the killing of the 22-year-old. And so, you know, there's obviously calls to finally do something to finally protect our citizens it is the job of any ceo of a company it is the job of any uh you know uh, superior uh, officer in you know, military it's the job of any president to make sure that they are providing the security of those who they are either employing or they are 
quote-unquote representing. And so when you when you see that we are letting criminals come in, I mean, listen, the whole argument with this immigration on the border was there are refugees, there are people seeking asylum, there are people that are begging for better conditions, and they're starving. And they're, yet you're seeing these individuals with iPhones, well-dressed, you know. Not and, and you know, and I'm not saying all of them. You know, you could still be well dressed and and you know of a of a obese nature and still have horrible living conditions or the country you're coming from, but we're letting in people who can kill us. Then all bets off. All I'm sorry, rules change, wall goes back up, and it's scary and it's frightening. And people could say, well, you know, that people should avoid the border. The border is the most dangerous. No, it's not. These individuals are going everywhere. They, and, and again, being a daughter of an immigrant who had to learn the language, who had to take citizenship classes, who ended up becoming a citizen, paying taxes, I am so appreciative that we let immigrants come here. But you have got to scream better. The background check, the screening that my family had to go through, are they doing that? And no, if people are sneaking over the border, sneaking across, or Border Patrol is so overwhelmed that they're like, look, we'll process you just years or later court date. It's a mess. And yes, Biden is complicit. The, the Biden administration has been blowing this off, trying to blame, yeah, well, Congress will pass funding. Aha, you see... Uh, it could be a one-line bill. Put the wall back up. Give the Border Patrol agents the money they need. End page. That's it. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be a 1,000-page bill. But that's the way they do things, and that's, it's, it's frustrating. You know, I um, hear time and time again people jogging around campus. And like that other mom who had been near, I forget which campus it was, where she was brutally attacked and killed. You know, we, um, if we can't even feel safe enough to jog and exercise, uh, we need to revisit who's protecting us and who's running our country. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented Made in America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Has your body ever gone low blood sugar feeling weak, shaky, knowing you better eat something fast? We all know high blood sugar can lead to many metabolic problems. At GCNteam.com, we have a healthy blood sugar pack, focusing on the structure and function of stable blood sugar. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Nothing feels worse than unstable blood sugar. Call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Fantasy football season is coming, but sadly, too many of you are taking the bench while the country takes part in one of the most exciting and lucrative industries out there. Don't know how to play, huh? Well, huddle up and listen. 
sports analyst Paul Kalikas and I have written a fantasy football pocket guide for beginners. This book walks you through the basics and shows you how simple and lucrative joining and creating a fantasy football team can be. Read our Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners found on Amazon or follow the links on Twitter and Facebook. That's Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners. It's time you get into the action. Dr. Dahlia here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or drdalia.com today. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to NutraMedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralized the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888 8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com.
We are back on the Dr. Dolly Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 Dolly. one 877 So the nursing shortage is so severe that some colleges or some programs, nursing training programs, are considering dropping the four-year program down to one. Twelve months to get nurses out there and into the hospitals. How do you feel about that? one eight seven seven doc dolly one eight seven seven d o c d a l i so i didn't go to nursing school i went to medical school and being an md i you know went i did my after high school i did four years of college then i did four years of medical school and then i did three years of residency and even though i might have sat in class going do we really need this you know can i be doing something else when i look back I almost wish I had more years. In fact, I speak to my specialist friends saying, I wish I had more urology. I mean, I delivered a lot of babies, but I wish I had more C-sections. I wish I performed more C-sections. I wish I performed. There were so many more things I wish I could have also done that those 11 years, probably not enough. And so nurses... And many nursing programs are even longer than four years. For nursing schools to consider, let's take the four years and knock it down to one, is scaring a lot of people. But then on the flip side, are some of the current classes superfluous? Is sitting in a classroom losing valuable time and training Whereas many of us learn on the job. Now, I, so obviously it's, so let me tell you what's going on and you guys could decide. So there's a shortage of 78,000 RNs projected for next year and many more within the other categories of nurses. So to, so to short the process, some schools are going to implement accelerated programs. The uh, Elizabeth Mann, assistant clinical professor at the University of New England, told Fox News, they're based in Maine, that prospective students must have a previous bachelor's degree and need to complete eight prerequisite courses. This, rather than a two to four year nursing program, they're going to have a one year accelerated program. Interim Director Donna Hyde at UNE Nursing School says, I think the ability to get a second degree in something like a bachelor's in nursing is very appealing to many people. They don't have to have a healthcare background. We will get them there. So this fast track program is going to be at the University of New England, and it's starting in a couple months. The goal is to help students get into the workforce sooner, but they are going to put, after, put in some serious training. They say nothing's cut back. They're going to do the same amount of clinical hours. Their schedule may have to be a little bit more flexible to include consideration of weekends. Now, the states that need the most nurses include Washington, Oregon, California, Michigan, and Georgia. And all these states are looking for ways to increase their workforce. But a shortened 12-month program, they feel, appeals to students and will help the local health care facilities. So I don't necessarily have the curriculum here. There's about 40 students at the University of New England that's going to start the program in May. And then they are going to be required to still take the national certification exam. But can they do it? Can you make a healthcare professional in shorter periods of time? Okay, The answer is yes, you can. 
You know, I've known physician assistants who have been phenomenal, and they have fewer years in training than MDs and DOs. Uh, I've seen nurses do phenomenal work. So where we have to go next, but we got to be very careful because uh, there's been a call for medical schools to be shorter. After your undergrad, do we really need to do four years of medical school and then three to seven years post-graduate training? Do we really need all that? The problem is, is, you know, for me, my best doctoring happened because I had seen something before. You need to be able to see it all. Now, these military medics that have been out there on the battlefield, I, I mean, one tour, uh, they... Uh, you know, I would trust them on the battlefield than anybody else because that's who their patient base was and that's what they did, you know, hour after hour, day after day, month after month, year after year. So if you have specific things you need that nurse to do and you train them and they are willing to put in the hours, they're still going to get those clinical hours. I don't know how they're going to take a four-year program and knock it down 75% to one year and still get the same clinical hours. But if they're saying they're going to get the same clinical hours, they're going to teach on the job, it is doable. It is. Is it ideal? No. But the question we have now is if we have a nursing shortage, then what is ideal? A accelerated trained nurse or no nurse? Now, I know there's been a lot of concern with our schools where we've had such a teacher shortage that people, they're hiring with less vetting and, you know, there's been some recent arrests and, you know, so there has to be proper vetting. There has to be proper background checks there. But, you know, a lot of times in schools per se, they don't necessarily vet. I mean, you, you, you know, you're, you get in and then you have to study and you have to pass. So, uh, whether it's catheters, whether it's nasogastric tubes, whether it's the vent, whether it's the uh, um, IV, whether it's the care, whether it's the administer administrating medications appropriately, it takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of care, it takes a lot of experience. And what hospitals might have to do is always have that stratification of the senior nurse, somebody always on call to help the junior nurses out. Um, because, you know, anybody who's new to the field, even me, you know, I, I was an ER doc before I finished residency because I was licensed in Arizona before I got my license in Nevada. So even even with my training, I still felt humbled and always wanted somebody to bounce something off of me. If I had to run a code now, I would still want nurses by my side who did it every day. So whoever does it every day, whoever is is in a busy medical center who has seen it all, whether it's a year, whether it's five years or 10 years, I still think they could all administer pretty good care, especially if they have to pass the certification tests. But then you wonder what is being changed from four years down to one? What are they missing? Now, is it that there's a lot of DEI? Is there's a lot of humanities? There's a lot of, I know I've seen schools and curriculums where they'll add medical legal, they'll add more humanistic issues, they'll add, and maybe they're getting, maybe they're getting rid of that. 
Maybe it's just this is what you need to know. Maybe they're changing the class hours from an hour to 20, 30 minutes, which is what I had said we need to do in public school. Kids can't learn sitting around for 40, 50 minutes in a hard chair. Let's shorten the courses, make them more concrete, teach them what they need to know in the mornings, and then let the afternoons be all about their practical learning with the trades and with um, you know farming and exercise and, and uh, first aid and self-defense and uh, you know, construction and plumbing and education where they learn it all. So by the time they're a sophomore, they have a better idea of what they want to do in life. And then junior, senior year ends up being their associate degree. I keep talking about that because I really want schools to go that way. So I, you know, I am a little concerned. I'm, I want to know what's getting cut. They say nothing's going to get cut, but I'd like to see what is getting shaved off. Um, you know, but we are in a crisis right now because you have options where people could work from home and they could work multiple jobs from home and for somebody to go on site and work their butt off and be overworked and underpaid you're not attracting a lot of people not to mention the amount of money the student loans so as long as they're trained well I'll support anything we need to do to get more nurses but you do I want to see what the curriculum is the one eight seven seven doc Dolly. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective.